0: What up, people? It's your boy, the host with the most. I do not brag a boast. I'm coming to you guys live from coast to Ghost. It's your boy. I'm Chris Adon1, and welcome to another rendition of I'm Chris Adon1 Podcast, episode 167. How you living? I'm living swell. It's your host and your moderator, the host with the most. I'm Chris Adon1. We got a fabulous episode today. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe, share this podcast in the podcast algorithm. All right. You can check this podcast and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcast indul- uh, indulgement from. Excuse me. And also these uh, episodes will be uh, recorded and formatted for my YouTube audience. All right. So let's get into it, shall we? So the first thing I want to talk about is YouTube is back in their bag again. Uh, they have some new policies that if you're a content provider, you have to agree if you want to continue to upload content on your YouTube channel. Now, if you're subscri- if you're just a subscriber, you just watch YouTube videos and live streams, this does not affect you, not one iota. However, with these new policies, uh, it does uh, make it a little difficult for people out there to continue to promote, I mean, to uh, create content if you want to have ads playing alongside your content. Now, uh, a lot of people have selective amnesia. A lot of people choose not to remember this. And this wasn't really too long ago. I I, I feel like it was like five or three years ago, maybe six years ago. And it was called the YouTube Ad Apocalypse uh, and uh, that was a trending topic on social media. A lot of major corporations and companies, retail stores started pulling their ads off of YouTube. Uh, at one time, YouTube was was the dominant factor in entertainment. Uh, a lot of people just come to YouTube to be informed to be enter- to be entertained. and YouTube was making some crazy views. And it was the competition for satellite and cable TV. Not to mention the fact YouTube is free. So um YouTube was racking up crazy uh viewership, and a lot of these corporations saw that, like the Walmarts, the JC Pennies, the Sears. Do they even have a JC and Sears? Anyway, I digress. Pepsi, Coca-Cola, Bugweiser. Uh, American airlines the list goes on and on and On you had all these fortune 500 companies that would have ads playing alongside uh live streams and videos everything was honky honky dory until a a lot of these ads were being played uh around you know politics uh religion you had people out there um you know had hate speeches, live streams, uh, you had people that hated certain cultures and things of that nature. And a, a lot of the consumers that, uh, co- you know, a lot of the, the customers, excuse me, that uh, utilize, uh, that, you know, goes to Walmart or JCPenney or utilizes American Airline, they started complaining to these companies saying, look, do you realize that your ad is Playing alongside a video that's full of hate, uh, hate speech, and those big-time corporations started pulling their products and pulling their services off of YouTube, and it left YouTube in a scramble mode where they had to reevaluate the policies, the serv, the, the policy and agreement that they had in place for content providers, and. Um, Uh, to get in the good graces of getting those uh, corporations back, having their ads play alongside YouTube live streams and videos, they had to change the model on how to do business moving forward. All right? So uh, you had to agree to your content had to be family-friendly Uh, you know, it, 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 it can't be, uh, talking about hardcore politics or hardcore religion or, you know, uh, scaring people with your thoughts and opinions. Uh, go see Alex Jones. Alex Jones was removed, (coughs) excuse me, from YouTube and Facebook because of his view on, uh, his view on politics, religion. And uh, news. Uh, He was the one who said the Sandy Hook thing was a scam. It wasn't even real. And now this man is paying a huge price uh, to to the parents who lost uh, children and their family members to that. And uh, YouTube did not want to be in the same situation having uh, content providers like Alex Jones on their platform. So it was either uh, change how you do business on your uh, channel, or continue to do business like you normally do, and then they'll just ban you off the uh, off of YouTube. Not only Alex Jones is banned from YouTube, Tommy Solermeyer is banned from YouTube. So uh, a lot of those controversial content providers that made content that wasn't deemed or perceived family-friendly or even kid-friendly are no longer on this platform. All right, so that's that was what YouTube had to do. Slowly but surely, the the uh, you know the the corp the 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 corporation started putting their ads back on YouTube. Now they didn't get what they used to get back in the day before all that stuff went down, but <clears throat> nevertheless, they're slowly but surely getting the good graces of a lot of those uh, corporations and a lot of those corporations are starting to trust youtube a little bit more they see that youtube is cleaning up their streets so to say and their and youtube is promoting family-friendly oriented type of content and showcasing it and showing a lot of these advertisers these big-time corporations that you can you can start back bringing your ads back on youtube as of right now it was a point where youtube was threatening uh the livelihood of cable and the livelihood of satellite all right uh you know now we have these streaming services such as hulu netflix uh hbo max uh if they're slowly but surely taking away a lot of advertisement that was perceived for uh, satellite and television. So uh, the streaming services are taking uh, a lot of those advertisements and now YouTube sees that as a threat and even though they're slowly but surely getting uh, slowly but surely getting uh, a, a lot of these advertisements, they're not getting what they used to get, like, back in the day. So, now with this new policy, <laughs> it's going to affect a lot of people on YouTube. I feel like, one, first and foremost, you know, people that are very controversial or who talk about controversial topics, okay... Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that slowly but surely trying to create unsolved mystery channels, okay, murder channels, um, you know, uh, something, uh, something, you know, like that, and that could perceived or be deemed, uh, not family friendly, and I think a lot, now with this new policy that is put in place, I think everybody's putting a kibosh on that ideal, I mean, um, Those who done it, those real life murder mysteries, like from Dateline, um, you know, which is okay for NBC, um, but may not be for a content provider that doesn't have a huge following. So, uh, unless they uh, figure out a way to make that content family friendly, that's going to be considered something controversial and not deemed acceptable for kids or families to uh, watch and that could surf that could suffer your channel as far as your channel being recommended as far as your videos being recommended and you won't be in the YouTube algorithm as a suggestion all right so <clears throat> if you continue down that path you're going to have to monitor how you move all right now a- another thing that's going to affect uh certain content on YouTube is gaming channel, uh, not so much the video game itself, but uh, if you're in a live, if you're you know if you're in a live stream, and so let's just say you're playing Call of Duty, and you're and you're streaming your multiplayer uh, gameplay, is going to hurt you somewhat because you're trying to make sure that your uh, what you say. Uh, won't be perceived family uh that won't be perceived as not being family friendly but you can't control nor monitor the people that are in your party the people that are in the lobby they they you know they may not be streaming and you know they're gonna say some controversial stuff and it's gonna make its way uh from your live stream now there's ways to maneuver around that as for yourself you may want to Get like a uh, a buzz button where if you get so angry or triggered, you push the buzz button, you say what you want to say, push the buzz button, they can't hear it. Um you know, there, there's ways uh or you can um not make uh the group chat popular so where you're uh I mean, you know, make it so where the group chat is not being heard through your audience, so they can just still say whatever they want to say. It, now it's gonna be you now uh, in the th- that's gonna be doing all the talking. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. So there's ways to make that better. All right. Uh, I think thirdly, it's gonna be live streamers that you know talk about topics that not not are not gonna be perceived as kid family friendly oriented like. Uh, dating advice, relationship advice, sexual advice, um, you know, how to get a high-value man, how to get a high-value woman. These topics are going to be deemed adult-themed. They're not going to be family-friendly or kid-friendly. And um, depending on how you uh, make that uh, friendly, is going to really suffer your channel particularly if your channel is built around those those controversial topics. Uh I I know there's a lot of sh- gamer, I mean I know there's a lot of streamers that talk about gaming news or have thoughts about gaming but they do it in a uh adult level where it's going to be a bunch of cursing and arguing and things of that nature. Uh they're going to have to figure a way to maneuver around it which means if they don't maneuver around it, their their videos are going to be demonetized. Their live streams are going to be demonetized. So now I did read on YouTube that YouTube is only going to monitor 15 up to the first 15 seconds to the first minute. So yeah, that's sort of short term, that's a good solution, but not long term because you know what if somebody's watching your live stream an hour in. Someone says a curse word, or say something that's that's very uh, insensitive uh, about a particular gender or culture or something like that, and now you have to answer for it. And all it takes is just one, all it takes is just a couple of people in your live stream to report it, and then the next thing you know, you got problems. You you know, so uh, it's like you're going to have to figure out how to maneuver with this new policy. Now, if, uh, now, me, myself, I don't curse a lot on YouTube. I don't do, I don't, I don't curse at all. I might say, gosh darn it, damn it. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I might change the curse word. Uh, it, it won't say, like, uh, like like ish or spit, you know, whatever. I'll change the, the phrase of it. It won't be the actual curse word. Uh, I guess uh, uh, a lot of people, a lot of content providers are going to have to do it that way as well. But nevertheless, this could be a serious problem, Uh, uh, just a problem for content providers. So I'm telling you guys, uh, be mindful of it and go ahead and try to figure out, uh, have a plan set up so uh, you won't be demonetized. Okay, so that's the best piece of advice I can uh, give you. So moving on, now, I told you last week, uh, this this episode was going to be different from any other episode, and uh, I told you this going to be a very heated episode, and we're going to start talking about it, excuse me, <coughs> and that is the rise and fall of OnlyFans. Now, three years ago, OnlyFans was blowing up, it was glowing up. You know, everybody and their mama and their grandmama had had an OnlyFans account. Everybody was making money on OnlyFans. Everybody had their prices through the roof. People were making a, a living. Uh, women were making a living on OnlyFans. All right. People were uh, women were paying their card notes, their mortgages, their tuition. Uh, you know, it, 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 it was it was it was the time of their life. All right. Um and that was around the time when the pandemic hit, COVID, not a lot of businesses were open. A lot of companies, a lot of businesses uh allowed their workers to work at home. You had some businesses that didn't uh open all day, just uh halfway open. And Every, uh, reality tv shut down so a lot of these reality stars made only fans accounts and they were making some buku money you know black china now she said that she made eight million a year i don't think she made eight million a year but she made a good walk of uh, a uh, bad bunny that uh, catch me outside girl made a lot of money and we're going to talk about her a little bit later what she said about the people that were subscribed to her OnlyFans, but that's neither here nor there. You had bankers, you had female bankers, teachers, nurses, you know, making mad dough off of OnlyFans. And you had, a lot of these women just quit their nine to five and continued to do OnlyFans. OnlyFans peaked at the right time, at the right place. And a lot of women were out there blowing up on OnlyFans, all right? They were You know, and, you know, a lot of people, when they think of OnlyFans, they think of uh, adult content where a woman is going to be doing some sexual type of activities. But there were some OnlyFans that women were wearing real tight skirts and and things of that nature that was considered like soft core adult content. It wasn't too hardcore. But nevertheless, a lot of people, OnlyFans blew up. OnlyFans has been around the block. I remember OnlyFans a while back when it was first installed. OnlyFans was supposed to be the YouTube killer. You know, they wanted all the content providers on YouTube to become the OnlyFans. OnlyFans had, had it all set up perfectly for content providers. But the one thing they didn't have that YouTube had was viewers. No, nobody goes to OnlyFans and, and pay a subscription fee to watch entertainment that they can go uh, to YouTube to watch for free, or uh, TikTok to watch for free, Snapchat to watch for free, Instagram to watch for free, so uh, OnlyFans was stuck in in a bad situation, now, with the COVID, OnlyFans was on cloud nine, it was on top of the world. It, you know, like I said, everybody's mama, grandmama, sister, auntie, everybody was was doing the OnlyFans, and everybody was making some some major dividends, making some major dough. Now that was the height of OnlyFans. Now, if you look at OnlyFans, OnlyFans is struggling. Okay, you can't make a great living. On OnlyFans. And a lot of people were saying this when OnlyFans was on top of their game, and you had all of these women talking about uh I make so much money on OnlyFans there's no need for me to get a job. I'll just work uh at home doing OnlyFans. And a lot of men as well as women uh that were sa- well, that were saying, "Look, you can't depend on OnlyFans for the rest of your life." You know, You know, OnlyFans is not like a regular nine to five. With a regular nine to five, you are guaranteed knowing you're gonna get a check every week, every two weeks, every month. Okay, you're gonna get a you're gonna uh, either by salary or what you make an hour. Okay, plus you got benefits, you got health benefits, uh, you got life insurance, things of that nature. You know, uh, you know, you know, OnlyFans is is not the end all and be all. All right, you even had women that had a college education that was graduates had diplomas doing OnlyFans and they, you know everybody said the same thing I'm making so much money everyone was was so short-sighted at OnlyFans saying look I'm making so much money it's hard for me to turn this down and it's hard for me to do two things at once juggle two things at once and, uh, you know, everyone thought they was going to continue to make this. I remember Kevin Samuels saying this. And everyone was laughing at Kevin Samuels, uh, R.I.P. to Kevin Samuel. He said the bottom is going to fall. Uh, it's going to be taken away from OnlyFans. And a lot of these women that was making that easy, crazy, mad money, making that mad dough, they're no longer going to make it. If you look at OnlyFans now, you know, you still have the top 1% making some crazy money on OnlyFans, where they pay their mortgages, their card notes, you know, but that's just 1% out of 99, uh, 99%. The other 99%, they're, they're making money, but it's not the same type of money it was making during the pandemic. And a lot of people are going to say, well, how you know? How you know this, Chris? Have you been on OnlyFans? Have you checked out the reduction of price a month that a lot of these women have reduced their prices to. Have you seen the special deals where if you get a referral, you, you get you get so much off on the first couple of months of OnlyFans? OnlyFans is is you might as well change OnlyFans to to discount sales OnlyFans. All right, you can get a great. Deal on OnlyFans right now, and you don't even have to be committed. You you're only committed for the first month. Now, you can uh, you can subscribe to uh, whoever you like to subscribe to, and every month they take so much out of your credit card, <coughs> or you can subscribe for that one-time month and be done with it. And a lot of people that were looking at onlyfans sh- short sighted are finally coming to the realization that you know onlyfans isn't the gold mine like it once was that's why you have so many women having their content on so many other platforms to sort of break even they got it on onlyfans they got it on many videos I, they got a new one called uh fan fantasia fan uh, fantasy whatever Uh, They got a subscription thing for that. They got Patreon. You know, these women are juggling this content around on different platforms to make a little money here, a little money there, a little money over here. And like I said, the 1% of women that make uh, a a, a living uh, with the adult content, they don't got to necessarily worry too much about it. But it's the 99%. That are juggling and moving their stuff around, and just trying to make ends meet. And you have some situations where there's some women out there that not making the same type of money they was making on OnlyFans, going back to their jobs, going back to be nurses and teachers and doctors and whatever their occupation was before they went to OnlyFans, and now they're trying to juggle the two. Or you and you have some women that are smart. That, that have a career saying, look, I'm not going to jeopardize my career just to continue to do OnlyFans because OnlyFans is not paying the bills no more. So what's the point of doing something that's going to give me enough money to, uh, you know, uh, play around with, but nothing concrete or nothing serious as far as paying the bills and the mortgages and the rent and things of that nature. So OnlyFans is not what it used to be. Uh, you know, and a lot of, uh, a lot of women as well as men too. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men out there that does it as well. They, they have to juggle, uh, these services around to somehow make the ends meet, to make it make sense. If it's not making dollars, it's definitely not making no sense, but this is not even making sense anymore. And like I said, the 1%, the black Chinas of the world, the bad, uh, uh, you know, the catch me outside, girl. Which, by the way, she made a comment saying, uh, and she was a millionaire off of OnlyFans. By the way, uh, people were subscribed to her when she was like 17 or 18 years old, and she created an OnlyFans, and people wanted to sign up for her OnlyFans because she was a young girl, and she viewed those people that uh, those subscribers as pedos. All right, and she said that they should be a lock locked up immediately, and my thing of it is you should have thought about that when uh, you created that channel. I mean, that's where your uh, family should step in and and tell you for right or wrong. But at that particular time, you was the catch me outside girl. And, was, and, and even your mom alluded to, it was hard and difficult to parent you when you were the breadwinner, when they were depending on you. So uh, they jeopardize your innocence and jeopardize, you know, basically you said you're the breadwinner. You're basically the parent at 18 years old. And now looking at it, you're much older. You know, she's I think she's like 22 or 23. She's looking back at it saying, well, that wasn't a real good idea. Hindsight being 2020. Well, with maturity, maturity uh, let you see things that you couldn't see when you was immature. A lot of things you you was okay with and you co-signed with when you were a teenager. Now you're a young adult and you're going like, whoa, wait a minute, this this doesn't make sense. I should have never done that. And that's why she has the attitude as of right now of, well, I think all those pedos should be locked up who signed up to my OnlyFans. So, uh, it's like people, uh, mindset and with this OnlyFans, it, it, it was, it was a great ideal at first, but now people are looking at it going like, you know, it's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard to make money. Now there's a, there's a young lady who was a school teacher in Arizona. I think her name is Chloe Carter, uh, uh, something. Anyway, uh, it, it, instead of C, she spells it with K. Um, I did a video on her, on her and her husband. They got fired from the board of education because they found that they had an OnlyFans account. They OnlyFans account got terminated. Now they still do that type of content, but they do it on the other platforms. Now she tweeted and alluded to that ever since she chose this profession, uh she's paying off her 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 uh student loans and uh you know life is 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 good for her and this, that, and the third. Um and, and, and it may be. Uh but uh yeah, but I don't think this lifestyle is a lifestyle where you can depend on it for decades i think uh everyone is is, i think you're you're the the it girl you're the hot girl right now um but i feel like there's gonna be another big booty girl it's gonna be another big booty girl summer and some big booty girl some new big booty girl is gonna be introduced in the summer and then they're gonna forget about you uh, like Miss Poindexter, now Miss Poindexter said that she made crazy dough, and I did a video on her as well. <coughs> she made crazy dope. and uh, you know uh, I'm pretty sure she makes a decent living, but I don't think she makes the same type of money she was making two or three years ago because every year there's a young girl that's that's going to experiment and try it. And that's just one more uh, uh, person out there that your subscriber base is going to uh, run to. So, yeah, that's uh, uh, OnlyFans. The bottom is dropped off of OnlyFans. It's going to be a long, cold winter for a lot of people, a lot of women out there. But I feel like the ones that will adjust are going to adjust. And they're going to go either back to their old jobs or back to their old profession and you know, uh, it's life is not bad going back to your own pe- your own profession or your own job or your own career, whatever. I feel like there's going to be a lot of women out there that didn't even had nothing, didn't have nothing to fall back on at first, and they're, they 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 just going to keep doing it until they can no longer do it, no more. So, it is what it is. But um, that's all I got for uh, this uh, Saturday okay i really do appreciate everyone uh listening to episode 167 please uh share this with your friends family and followers get it in the youtube algorithm i will see you guys next week same bad channel same bad cha- uh, time it's your boy the whole with the most i do not brag about I'm coming to you guys live from coast to coast it's your boy i'm up out of here outro